ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WNR Body Transformation Podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be covering the topic on how much you should be doing with regards to any of your fitness goals, be it fat loss, be it muscle building, be it maintenance, because that's what my expertise is, basically, fat loss, helping people drop fat, or helping people build muscle, or simply helping people maintain their current body composition if they're happy with the way they look, because maintenance is going to be a challenge in today's world, basically. So let's just get right in basically but you all need to understand there are four to five variables that actually help people change their lives Uh, one of them is training one of them is nutrition one of them is activity expenditure activity slash expenditure slash how much they move uh, sleep and supplementation basically so first sleep and stress management basically and then supplementation so in each of these cases, you probably want to do the bare minimum in order to reap out the maximum. Why am I going to say the bare minimum in order to reap out the maximum? The answer is because you want to stretch out the journey as long as possible so that you play the least amount of cards in order to reap the maximum amount of progress, basically. Because like, think about this. If you think that you need to starve yourself right from the start in order to lose weight, what are you going to do? You're going to... Once when progress halts, you're going to start eating your own body parts to go in like a negative calorie deficit. The answer is no, that's not really possible, basically. So let's probably crack on with training. See, if you want to make progress, the bare minimum that you need to be doing is you need to be training minimum three days per week in the gym. Anything less than that is as good as useless. Anything more than that, the upper end would be something like six days a week. And six days a week, two training sessions per day would be like the upper end, which probably takes like years and years and years. Now, there are some people who probably achieve progress on three days a week. And there are some people who achieve progress on four days a week, five days a week, six days a week, etc. You you need to see like what probably works for you from a lifestyle perspective. And you also want to see like what probably like what you want to achieve, you know. So what's optimal is not really going to be what's sustainable, you know. You want to find the sweet spot between the two. So start off with three days a week. If you get the desired amount of progress that you want and you're happy with the way you look, during the fat loss phase, muscle building phase, or even a maintenance phase, stick to it, basically. Now, how many exercises should you be doing? Well, for each and every particular body part, the standard point is eight to ten sets per body part. So like if you want to be working your chest, you want to be doing 8 to 10 sets for the chest. That could be 3 sets of bench press, 3 sets of a machine press, then 3 sets of flies, and some sort of a dip. You know, that, That's basically how you spread out the exercises, but 8 to 10 sets is probably going to be like a good rule of thumb. The whole aim is you want to do the bare minimum in order to rebound the maximum, because if you play all your cards at once, where are you going to go from there? Simple as that. So... How does this translate to a fat loss journey? So like, let's say if you are doing eight sets during a fat loss journey and you want more chest, you know, then you probably can scale that up to 10 sets. If during a maintenance phase, you hold on to muscle, like you begin to lose muscle at eight sets because you were used to seeing your chest being bigger at like during a muscle building phase, then you probably want to scale that up to 10 sets. And then during a muscle building phase, like let's say if you're progressing, but it's very slow and you're not really seeing the design amount of progress with eight sets, then you probably want to progress it up to 10 sets or 12 sets and so on, you know, but the bare minimum that you need to be doing is three days per week and eight to 10 sets per muscle group. 
Now, some people might be fast responders and they might just need to do six sets. This probably comes with trial and error because of which it makes more sense to work with the coach. You know, but this is like a feeler that I usually, this is like a standard recommendation that I usually use for most of the people out there, basically. That's the first thing. Now, with regards to nutrition, for a fat loss phase, for a maintenance phase, for a muscle building phase, there are three different phases. It depends on what phase you are in. For a fat loss phase, I want to see like what's the highest amount of calories that you possibly can maintain and still drop fat, still drop weight basically. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't put someone in something aggressive, especially someone from the general population who's a first time dieter right from the start. Yeah, you want to keep the food as high as possible because if you reduce food, it's going to be an internal disruption. It's going to be harsh on the system and you want to save that way towards the end. Now, during the maintenance phase, this case doesn't really exist. You want your calories to be as high as possible while you still, still simply hold on to your weight. And during a muscle building phase, I am not really going to be pushing the calories up very aggressively. I am probably going to make the, I'm going to ensure that the person simply eats more than what they burn, but they need to be in a caloric surplus. So they need to be in the smallest amount of caloric surplus as possible in order to get the most amount of muscle as possible because it, eventually it's going to reach out to the point where the person is going to force feed themselves. They will hate the process. They would hate eating every two hours. They would be constantly bloated. You want to reach that place towards the end, you know? So the whole aim for most of the people is, I can't give you a black and white answer, but <clears throat> It's like you want to eat the, for a fat loss phase, you want to eat the most amount of food as possible in order to reap out the maximum amount of fat loss as possible. You don't want to starve yourself right from the start. Now, that basically is going to be the answer for nutrition. Now, with regards to activity and movement and caloric expenditure, the standard rule of thumb is for most of the people, I would have them do 8,000 to 10,000 steps per day. Now, for some people, when I prescribe plans too, then depending on how, what their body fat percentage is, I will probably have them do 10,000 steps per day plus like three 15 minute cardio sessions. Why? Because they are coming to me from a place of being extremely unhealthy and it makes more sense for me to start adding in some cardio right from the start so that they their heart health is healthy right from the start. But 8,000 to 10,000 steps per day is probably going to be like a very general, like a very good rule of thumb for most of the people out there. It's as simple as that, you know, 8,000 to 10,000 steps for most of the people out there. Now, during a maintenance phase, I will, if you're maintaining your weight at 8,000 or 10,000 steps, well and good. If you're maintaining your weight even at 6,000 steps, well and good. Now, during a muscle building phase, the aim is to push the weight up. So I'll go like, okay, let's probably do the bare minimum movement as possible in order to... No, I would probably keep the movement high up so that they can keep the food high up. And if I want the weight to go up, I will probably make subtle caloric increments, but then eventually the food's going to be so high up that I would have no other option than to reduce the movement. That's probably the last thing that I would do during a muscle building phase because reducing someone's movement is like telling their metabolism to slow down basically. That's not healthy, but a muscle building phase is different. So just to summarize, in each of these cases, the standard rule of thumb would be 8,000 to 10,000 steps. During a fat loss phase, that would be scaled up. During a maintenance phase, that would not be scaled much. During a muscle building phase, that would be scaled down depending on whether you're putting on weight or not. It's as simple as that. Now for supplementation, do you need supplements? The answer is no, but is it good to have them? The answer is yes. 
Why? Because you're in a fat loss phase, you're cutting back food, and when you cut back food, you're cutting back nutrients, and when you cut back nutrients, your system is not going to function properly. This is especially the case for females who are more prone to nutrient loss because they have something known as a menstrual cycle, where they flush out most of the nutrients in the form of blood once every week. It's as simple as that, you know. But for most of the people, they are for sure going to be deficient in the following nutrients. Omega-3, uh, just a multivitamin as a standard insurance policy for generic nutrient and health support. Some sort of zinc, some sort of magnesium, some sort of... Uh, what else? Some sort of vitamin D3 because in today's world most of the people are sedentary and most of the people work indoors. And some sort of... What else? Yeah, that basically is it, you know. Now, depending on how the body responds, depending on how the person responds, I might add in some melatonin I'm, if they're finding it hard to fall asleep. I might add in some, like... Caffeine, if they feel really sluggish and drowsy in the morning, I might add in some ashwagandha, but these are way later. For most of the people, whether it's a fat loss phase, maintenance phase, or a muscle building phase, these are the big five supplements that I add in for most of the people. An omega-3 supplement, a multivitamin, zinc, magnesium, and vitamin D3. This is like the bare minimum that I add in for everybody. And in case, if you're not taking these, you're just pretty much going to start feeling great if you actually were to take these supplements right off the back after looking at after listening to this podcast basically now with regards to sleep and stress management that's probably going to be way more important than training nutrition supplementation and everything for most of the people out there the standard rule of thumb is whether you're on a fat loss phase muscle building phase you need to be sleeping for seven to nine hours some people respond well on six hours of sleep as well so you need to listen to your own body how do you come to know that the bare amount bare minimum amount of sleep that you possibly need well simply one day just hit 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 your sack basically go to bed and wake up with an alarm your body is automatically gonna make you wake up after you getting the right amount of sleep that you possibly need so it really ranges from person to person to person yeah I personally need something like seven, seven and a half hours of sleep. For some people, they need nine hours of sleep. For some people, they need six hours of sleep. But there's no bare minimum in this case. You need to find out and you need to be really, really consistent with it. You know. And with regards to what else? Yeah, with regards to stress management, do what makes you feel relaxed. You know. Now, that doesn't really mean you need to go out, binge, have a few drinks, it's not, it's not some funny substances, you know, nah, that, that's not a de-stressor basically. Some people de-stress by meditating, some people de-stress by reading a book, some people de-stress by having a chat with people. Use healthy de-stressors and make it a part of your routine and it's as simple as that. Some people de-stress simply by going out for a walk, I'm one of them, you know, if I just sit still, like it doesn't really work for me. So see what works for you and then on the basis of which add in the bare minimum in order to reap out the maximum and try to scale that up over time if you see progress halts the answer is as simple as that you know and yeah guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast i hope you got some value out of it if you did feel free to like share subscribe you know just do the needful it would just help me get out there and provide more value to you guys basically anyways have a nice day guys and see you soon